Welcome to the official Farming Simulator podcast, your source for news, insights, interviews, and more. Brought to you by Giant Software. You can listen to us on our website, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Every two weeks on Friday, we'll bring you another episode. Everybody and welcome to our uh, however how uh, which podcast is this now? What number are we on? Is it sixteen? Is that is that right? It is sixteen. It's sweet sixteen. Ooh. It's, uh, yeah, we should uh, have like as uh, what what's the thing? Is it called in Mexico the quinceanera? They celebrate when you turn sixteen. I think that's uh, actually fifteen. Um, okay, I think that's I what that translates, <laughs> what translates to. Okay, cool. I, I, like, maybe I even barely 13, speak Spanish. But yeah, it's like, it's so like yeah. when a young girl becomes a young woman, basically. So Yeah, yeah. So, but more importantly, my name is Chris, a.k.a. Shaki. <laughs> uh, I'm a community coordinator here with my dear colleague, who is also a community com- uh, coordinator. <laughs> community co- coordinator. Uh, his name is... Introduce yeah. yourself. Kermit, hello, hello everyone. I can't believe um, we started the Farming Simulator podcast with talk about quinceañeras. Never well, thought that would happen. Uh, this is your multicultural <laughs> education of the week. Consider it, everybody. Uh, even though we probably weren't right, and everyone, like, uh, if you listen to this uh, and have access to one of our social media platforms, feel free to tell us in the comments how wrong we are. <laughs> right. Um, no Lars with us today. Um, hopefully, he's having a nice, uh, relaxing time and recharging the batteries a bit. But we've got. A few things to talk about. It's Precision Farming Week, for one thing. Ooh, Looking yes. forward to that. And I know you did a special little interview yes. with uh, Stefan Marus, who actually, I've, I've met this guy. Uh, I've you did. still haven't met you, but I've met this guy um, in person yeah, at GDC. Um, so yeah, this is going to be interesting because he was kind of uh, like the lead on Precision Farming. So I'm looking forward to hearing the interview uh, with him as well and just to uh, get his you know point of view on the DLC that'll come yeah. later on I can promise this much it is a very very good interview like I really enjoyed uh, my time with him uh, in this interview but yeah otherwise um, let's get into the news let's do it New segment. Uh, yeah, important thing that happened this week. Precision farming is out. You said it already. Right. It's a free DLC. That's um, the most important so, part. So, and with all, as with all free DLCs, these you don't find under the DLC tabs or anything. You find them on the mod hub of your respective platform. Right. So, I mean, it's pretty easy. I mean, if you want to give this free DLC a go... Just log into your game, go to the in-game mod hub, preferably. I think that's easier. And then you'll find it there and install it. It won't, shouldn't take you too long. And it's going to be awesome. I love precision farming. Um, I dabbled a little, dabbled a little bit last night. Yeah, it's, uh, it kind of just adds like this whole entire new layer of, of processes to do on your farm. It's going to optimize the sustainability of your farms. You get new features this year, like crop sensors, um, an environmental score as well. So, like, I know that in 19, 
we had what over 1 million downloads for yeah, uh, had- precision farming in 19 and people just absolutely really took to this, especially like if you like to do like a start from scratch and really nerd out over every single detail, like financially or otherwise, like making sure you're not wasting fertilizer or other uh, materials and that you're covering your fields with fertilizer the best that you can and making sure that uh, with each individual soil type, you're getting things right. It really just adds that nice little bit of depth. And I mean, it kind of mimics how real life agriculture is moving as technology advances and, and machines get smarter and smarter with AI technology and things like that. So yeah, it's, um, it's really cool to see it into the game and I know some people were upset or bummed out that it wasn't in at the beginning of 22, but I promise you that it was worth the wait. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, like one of the reasons why it wasn't yet part of uh, 22 is because it's still a project that we're doing uh, with the EIT Food and John Deere. But, you know, that's kind of how it's that's because it's like its own dedicated thing. And this way, it's also a very optional thing. Um, like if you don't like any of the features, you don't have to use any of the features. Right. But... Speaking of things that you get, regardless if you want to or not, <laughs> patch 1.4 released. Yeah. And if if you if you downloaded it, you notice that you have a few new vehicles in the game. Uh, the probably most prominent being the return of the class Xerion. Oh, people are so excited that this is back. I can't tell you yes. how we've got we got that so much at the beginning of twenty two. Like, where is the class Zerion? Where is it? I miss it. Well, here it is, is, and uh, it's here. It is. This is patched into your game, into the shop. So, unlike the precision farming DLC we were just talking about, the only thing you have to do to get this these new pieces of equipment is just make sure you have the latest update, which is one point four. Um, you'll get the class Zerion as well as uh, a few other pieces of equipment, a new brand in Salik, and then uh, mm-hmm. Jung Heinrich. Did I do okay with that? <laughs> <laughs> Jung Heinrich. So you did actually pretty okay there. I did okay for an American. Not too bad. Okay, good, yeah. good. <laughs> so actually, just one small correction. By the time this podcast releases, we should already be at 1.4.1. Yeah, Lots of cool stuff in there. That uh, that new forklift is really interesting. Um, I love it. I it's gotten so many comments. It. Yeah, it's it's cool, isn't it? But yeah, it's gotten so many comments. Yeah, about it because um, it's just different than really anything you see in the game currently. As, as far as I know, these are made for very narrow paths in warehouses where you can't turn, so you need to drive in like this already. Right, and they're basically made that. The driver doesn't have to like uh, skirt around because the most important thing is driving because when you manipulate the fork of the forklift, you aren't supposed to be driving anyway. I know all the forklift operators are right now going like, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, by law and regulations, (laughs) usually. So yeah, but... (laughs) Right. Uh, yeah, there's also a few changes and improvements coming with the patch, um, some fixes. We have a huge change log going on on uh, our website uh, that you can check out. 
Um, a few wheels got also replaced, but yeah, I think for this patch, the really big thing is the new equipment for most people. Um, and also for those interested where Salek is from, uh, Salek is a Czech manufacturer. So they bring us uh, about five, six, five machines ah, coming cool. with yeah. 1.4. Very nice. Um, one thing that I've picked up is uh, there's a new like tour page in the end game menu that has more like almost like tutorial type instructions from what I understand as well. Um, that's a new addition for 1.4. Uh, that's amongst all of the changes and, and fixes and things as well that are listed in the change log. But, you mm -hmm. know, some good things in there, mainly like equipment fixes, fixing uh, some minor issues that some players have had with like server browser, browser settings and things like that. But, you know, things are coming along. We're always improving. And I think that with uh, this latest patch of precision farming, there's going to be a lot of renewed interest i know people really love precision farming and more free equipment how can you be upset at, at that as well um but yeah so that's pretty much patch 1.4 hell yeah so um now now we go to the main point don't we yeah so the coolest part I think about this podcast, other than Chucky and I hanging out, um, <laughs> we, we like hanging out and, and talking to you guys, but this awesome interview that Chucky has with Stefan Morris about precision farming. And that is coming up right now. So, Welcome everyone. We're now doing a quick interview with Stefan Maurus, who is now here with me in our small studio in Erlangen. And we're going to chat a little bit about precision farming, which came out this Tuesday, the 19th of April, for those who listen to the podcast at a much later date. So tell us, who are you? What are you doing? Yeah, thank you for having me here. Um, yeah, my name is Stefan Maros, as you already said. Um, I'm here a gameplay programmer and lead vehicle integrator. So I'm yeah mainly responsible for the the functional integration of, of the vehicles, and also um, yeah I was the the project lead on our side for the precision farming DLC. Mm -hmm. So you're basically the person to go to when we have any questions about precision farming. Um, so precision farming is not just a DLC, right? It's a whole project attached to it from yeah. uh, my understanding. So what's something that you want people to know about that? Because it's a pretty interesting project. Actually. Yeah, so, so it's uh, funded by the EU. Um, and also, um, yeah, initiated by the EIT Food and uh, John Deere. So, yeah, John Deere is mainly leading the project um, and bringing everything together. Uh, we got there also some, some other partners. Um, so, for example, the um, Institute of Animal Reproduction and Food Research of Polish Academy of Science, of course, <laughs> and uh, the Grupo AN from Spain. Um, they're also helping us to develop this, and we got also great support from um, two universities. So um, one is the University of Hohenheim here in Germany, and the University of Reading in the UK. So also the, the students there are helping us to develop this, they are testing it, and so on. 
Mm-hmm. So how, how are they helping with the development there? Can you, an example, just how, how that works? Yeah, normally they, they get already, um, before the release, um, some versions of the, of the DLC and test it and give feedback uh, which stuff we can improve. Um, for example, also um, regarding the soil sampling, um, in the first version we, we got some early feedback from them um, that it was a bit um, too boring, so we increased the radius, for example, for the soil sampling there a bit. Um, yeah, and stuff like this um, already uh, before the release. Mm-hmm. So. Basically, what you're saying is if people want to test precision farming early in the future, they need to go to a university. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, precision farming, uh, this version for FS22 added a lot of stuff regarding um, sustainable farming. Yeah. So what does that mean exactly? What is sustainable farming? How did we implement it here? So, yeah, sustainable farming, um, yeah, there are maybe two key things. So... Uh, to be sustainable, to to get the maximum yield out of the field, and on the other side, lovely rhyme. <laughs> yeah, and uh, on the other side, to re- to reduce the impact on the environment. So you need to to have that, and on, on, uh, um, yeah, um, you need to take care of both. So, um, for example, to maximize the yield, you already noticed from from the first version, you take soil samples, and then you know. Uh, which part of the field you need to treat right to get the maximum out of it um, and also to re- reduce the impact of the environment. For example, we introduced uh, the spot spraying technology to really use um, just as much herbicide as you really need on that field. So reduce there the, the impact on the environment. So I've seen one person uh, be like, yeah, that's spot spraying, that's, that's, nobody does that. Um, do, do you do you agree with that? Yeah, I think it's it's a quite new technology, and also, um, yeah, um, it's it's also a bit expensive to do. So for for smaller farms, it's a bit tricky to to get really a sprayer with that technology, and it's also the technology is evolving. And Chodir has um, yeah some weeks ago also presented um, a new stage of this uh, scene spray technology. So they're currently really developing this, and there are also some other companies that are doing this. And so it's so it's getting more and more, um, yeah. So it's a brand new cutting edge tech. It's not yet there for the mass approach, but it, w- it is the future. Yeah, exactly. And many, many of the people think that uh, really uh, mechanical weed control is yeah, the ultimate goal. But um, the scene spray technology or really spray where it's really needed um, has the big advantage that um, compared to me- mechanical um, weed control, you, um, yeah, you treat the environment better. So. Um, if you um, got a weeder and drive over the soil, the soil gets loosened, the soil dries out, and you also got a smaller working width. So um, it's not that good for the environment compared to the to the spot spraying. Okay. For sure, better than than using um, normal um, spraying, so spraying the whole field. Um, but uh, the seed spray is is really there a bit um, better for the environment. Mm-hmm. And for all this new stuff, we also brought some new machines in. Yeah, of course. Uh, really important part there. Um, so, es- especially the, the the John Deere one. Yeah, yeah, that's a great sprayer. Um, so, yeah, starting from from the Isaria. So we got a new partner in Isaria, 
um, a German brand. Um, also, uh, specialization spec for um, yeah this technology um, regarding precision farming. So we got, um, as you already may um, know from from the first version of the DLC, the Isaria Scout. Um, so with this, um, you can take the soil samples. But now we got also uh, a crop sensor and uh, Isaria Proactive. So um, yeah, that's a new machine there. And you already said it, the Chandir sprayer, um, a great one. Um, also with this um, scene spray technology, as we just said. So you got there some cameras on the boom of the sprayer and they really detecting where on the field are the weeds and then opening just the nozzles um, the sprayer just needs. Sniping the weeds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Very precise. I love yeah. it. Like this is the kind of, these are the small details that make uh, agricultural technology amazing for me. Like this is why I like seeing the developments. It's just stuff that when you grow up in a rural Austria, you don't see that because everyone is like, oh, the plow is the height of agriculture. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's pretty impressive also in real life how this scene spray technology works and you drive over the field and it's like shooting at the weeds. So how does impressive. it sound? Yeah. I imagine it sounds like pss, 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 Yeah, pss, something pss. like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> Uh, so how do we decide which features get uh, make their way into precision farming? Like. What's what's the process there? Yeah, so so um, we got uh, a lot of knowledge from the universities, from John Deere, for yeah, basically all of the partners, and they brought yeah initial initial um, idea. So um, that is where it all started. Um, but also for the the second version of the DLC, we also uh, listened to the community feedback, and yeah, like this we we brought a lot of new features to the DLC. Mm, sounds good. So when we made this new version, what was the challenge of it for it? Like, especially like compared to the FS19 version, I think that would be interesting. Yeah, it's, it's always yeah quite a huge challenge because the features we implemented are quite complex. And um, to, to bring it down to a to playable level, I'd say is always difficult. Um, for example, the the crop sensors are, yes, yeah, still as they are currently implemented, quite complex and quite a bit to to explain. But to get there was also, yeah, a huge challenge. Um, but I think we we did it quite well. Um, but always, yeah, the help menu uh, for the precision farming DLC is all always quite useful. Um, yeah. How, how does that crop sensor work? Like, do you dare to too long didn't read it, or is it too complex for like just a quick how how it's working? Um, yeah, we, we we thought a lot about that feature, um, how we are going to implement it, and, and yeah, it took quite a while. Um, uh, to to get it because uh, we we don't really have the data that the crop sensor uses in real life. So so in real life it, it it's going to uh, measure the, the yeah maybe the color of the crops, and we we don't have this um, in the game. So, so it was quite a challenge to, to get it um, yeah implemented well in our system. We implemented from from the first version of the DLC. Mm. So. Yeah, it's in the end, it's a simulation of what it would be like in real yeah. life, as as is so often yeah. in video games. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so 
we, we talked about the feedback of the universities already. We talked about uh, what all the other partners in this project uh, gave their feedback. But how did player feedback from the FS19 version influence this new version of precision farming? Yeah, of course, we always get a, a huge list of feedback um, also in the forum so there. Huge. Yeah, the DLC is quite popular and also the, all the hardcore players, I would say, um, are really keen on that. So, um, for example, the, the soy, soy sampling was a bit of a point um, in the first version because it was yeah quite annoying to do to do it on big fields. So um, we implemented there this feature to, to buy soy maps from, from a provider. So you don't have to do it manually. And also um, regarding the spraying, um, we got there some feedback um, regarding the speed dependent spraying. So now um, in a new DLC, you can yeah, choose the speed um, as you want. And uh, the application rate of the sprayer or spreader will adjust to that and not to, to the maximum speed um, they could work in this moment. So you can choose it on your own. Mm -hmm. That sounds like uh, some pretty good quality of life changes as well. Yeah. So I think it might make the mod, well, the DLC a bit more uh, friendly for players who are not that hardcore into realism. So, hey, yeah. uh, if you're listening and you haven't yet given Precision Farming a go, uh, a go, give it a go. It's free. Just download it, play it, and if you still don't like it, well, nothing really lost. So, I'm done with my questions. Is there anything you still want to say to people? One last thing. Yeah, we're always looking for, for feedback in the DLC, so... Tell us your thoughts. Um, yeah, I think the, the the journey for the DLC is not over. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward for your feedback and um, wish you uh, a lot of fun while playing with it. That's a good word. So I'm bringing uh, it now back to our coworkers in the regular podcast recording. Thank you, Stefan, for being here. You're welcome. And see ya. Right. And we're back. That was a really awesome interview. Some really cool behind the scenes type things in the behind the farm segment with Stefan. Yeah. And precision farming. I mean, uh, when we introduced it in 19, I wasn't yet an employee of Giants. I was just an ambassador at that time. But I just remember getting it. And I've, I've always been kind of the player that I'm not like a super hardcore realism player in farm sim. But precision farming was like the right mix for me of like adding some depth and some realism without like making it too difficult. It has, you know, toggleable settings so you can have things on auto instead of manual and things like that, which is nice. But I fell in love with it and it is like a must have for me now. So now that it's out in 22, uh, my wife and I are going to play uh, a save with precision farming enabled and I get to teach her new things and learn new things myself as well on some of the new features. Yeah, it's uh, it's a really cool thing. Like I liked uh, the part of the interview where uh, it's uh, precision farming is basically a huge part of the future of farming uh, in 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 a lot of ways, and that's like a super fascinating thing for me. So yeah, yeah. I'm, 
It's really cool because uh, when we go to events and things like that, I was in February at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo and you get a lot of like younger kids that come to our booth because it's like, oh, a farming video game, like the bale stacking challenge at those events is like a huge hit for kids. But their parents are more intrigued from the sense of, uh, well, you know, I already farm and I'm struggling to get them like into it. Um, so like even parents see like, well, this game could be like almost a way to have my kids at a younger age when they can't really operate some of this machinery to already kind of get some experience. Our game isn't like a full one-to-one representation, but at least you can keep that like passion and drive for agriculture, maybe going for your children. And, and with precision farming being the future of real life farming, having it in our game, I think is massive because it teaches like a whole different layer of how farming is going to be as like technology advances and we go forward. It's really cool. And that interview was awesome. Well done, Shaki. You seem to have fun. I had, I had, uh, it, it was amazing. Uh, we, we actually had to, uh, had our audio team build a really nice setup on the, on the quick side. And please make me sound cool when you edit this. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope they use like a voice mod just on that part now. <laughs> yeah, it probably sounds like a hamster or something. <laughs> but yeah, uh, before we quit, also something that might be interesting to know. Um, May, 15, uh, May 14 is the first FSL online tournament happening. Yes. Uh, so look forward to that. We're already doing some scrims for... Uh, the next season for the beta, uh, one is running on Wednesdays and you are doing one. When, when, when do you do yours? Friday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern time, 1 a.m. Central European time. And uh, the European players, uh, they are still kind of carrying us. So if you're listening to this and you're in North America, uh, you're being put to shame right now. These guys are staying up until 4 a.m. and coming and shame, playing these scrims. Shame, 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 <laughs> so shame. You need to come out. Shame, 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 <laughs> shame. <laughs> I think he's always, he's been waiting to do that for a while. Well done, Chucky. I, I would never, I would never. Nah, but it's, it's cool. Um, so yeah, uh, anything else that we should talk about? Uh, well, we'll have another live podcast with Q&A in a couple of weeks. Oh, yes. Um, that should be taking place on there every Tuesday. So that'll be... In two be, weeks, actually, yeah. Yeah, on the 3rd of May uh, on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Um, we'll be live. So bring your questions for myself and Chalky and Lars should be back by then as well. Um, at the end of those live podcasts, after we're done with the, you know, usual news and other segments like we just did, we'll have a Q and a, and you can bring us your best questions about farming simulator and maybe we'll answer them. Yeah. And for those of you who, um, are only speaking German. Two questions. First of all, why are you listening to all of this if you only speak German? Um, secondly, uh, we also have a German-speaking community couch, uh, usually on the Thursdays following the live podcast. So this would be 5th of May. There you go. Awesome stuff. Yeah, I am. Yes. We're, we're not done either with 22. Like, uh, There's still plenty of cool stuff to come. I think people are going to be really excited about some other things on the horizon. Precision farming is great, but we're not done yet. Nope. There's still plenty to do. 
Um, the, like with the other games in the Farming Simulator series, we have a long, long history of supporting them. Um, so sometimes even when another game is already out, uh, sometimes I get very surprised that, hey, for FS uh, before 19, we, we just released a patch and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, cool. That's amazing. Let's go. But yeah, uh, I think we're done here. Yeah, it was a great time. And Are I'm we? looking forward yeah, to man. the next one in a couple of weeks. So we'll yes. see you guys on that live one, hopefully. Or hopefully. you'll be listening to it again after it's out. Anywhere you can listen mm -hmm. to podcasts, Spotify and all the other places. Thanks for being yes. here. And Chucky, it was a blast hanging out. As usual, as usual. We should do this in real life sometime. Yeah, maybe. Maybe one day we'll make it happen. I maybe think it will day. in the near future. All right, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> Chalky, speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.